This podcast and others like it at duckfeed.tv are supported by uh, listeners, <laughs> strangely enough, and you can uh, help support us by going to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and uh, looking at the many ways you can kick us a couple of bucks and get some cool stuff in return. Uh, so we uh, thank everybody who is already supporting us and anybody who takes the time to go take a look at that once again at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro gaming episode. Yes, and this week we are reading your responses to Thief Deadly Shadows. Indeed. Um, yeah, we only have a couple of them here. This will be a kind of a brief episode, but uh, we've been recording for a long time, so we appreciate your grace. Um, I will go ahead and get us started here with Jordan. Uh, Jordan says, via contact. So Thief Deadly Shadows is a game that brings back really fond memories. Not of the sneaking, not of the atmosphere, but of the guards, physics, and AI. Specifically with the oil slicks you can lay down as traps. <laughs> um, I did, never did that in the game. Oh, I know man. I had oil arrows, but I never did it. Um, my friend and I rented this when it first came out on Xbox. We never made it past the second or third mission because we spent the majority of our time in the hub world luring guards into oil slicks, watching them fall on their asses while yelling, who's there, in their hilarious dumb accent. Uh, many hours were spent and laughs were had. <laughs> Looking forward to living the storyline vicariously through you guys as I never got a chance to play through it. Love the show. Keep up the good work. That's actually... <laughs> Yes, thank you, Jordan. Um, yes, that is really funny. I'm surprised I didn't mention that because you can do it to everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, even the puppets in the uh, in the asylum. So <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. And um, picture like the like the craziest Charlie Brown pratfall combined <laughs> with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just combined with like a uh just like ragdoll physics it's great like they slip and it really looks like they they hurt their they hurt their hip their 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 fannies yeah <laughs> oh man yeah but it's uh it's pretty good those oil ones are uh are, are fun i never tried lighting them on fire but um but it uh it it, it does uh provide a good uh it gives you a good uh like head start mm. yeah that i always try to light them on fire with it but you know, they usually would die in one hit from the fire anyway. Yeah. So I don't, I didn't really know how it was contributing. Yeah. I, I could see it as like, if you can like the oil slick and I'm sorry, I didn't confirm that you can do this like as a, as an area denial thing, but you also have mm -hmm. the mines for that. So, yeah. Yeah. I use the mines significantly, you know, so extensively. Yeah. Uh, so Morty writes in via contact saying, so glad you guys decided to cover this game as I personally feel like this game got a lot of flack from Thief 2 purists. True, the missions were more linear in design. Some features felt underdeveloped and segment and the segmentation of the city felt a bit too contrived. Uh, it still did not prevent me from enjoying every second of the game. Nevertheless, the game did an amazing job at building the world. It didn't matter that it was technically the third game in the series uh, and that it had a lot of backstory to know. The game explained just enough. The Hammerites were still obsessing over buildings while the pagans were still their weird self and the keepers were still viewing from the sidelines and Garrett, who still manages uh, somehow to keep himself caught in the middle. And that robbing the cradle mission, oh boy, uh, talk about something that comes out of left field. I was already fascinated with old, uh, abandoned, insane asylums, so that mission uh, was a treat for me. All in all, I thought Ion Storm did a very good job, even if it was flawed. At least the game still lives uh, through its modding community, uh, who still make mods and fan-made missions for it. Hmm, that's interesting. 
I knew about the mod that actually uh, removes the loading times in the, in the individual missions. Yeah, that's all over the Steam page for it right now. Yeah, I heard about that, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a that's a neat idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, um, yeah, agreed on all those <laughs> things. I mean, I mean, what this does is when I when I feel like playing a stealth game again, I'm going to have to play Thief 2. Um, there's not there's not really like a way around it so i need to mm-hmm. you know i played thief one i kind of bounced off i didn't care for it that much yeah but i should play the second one yeah if thief, it's not big of a update if if the big thing that like turns you off of thief one is the maze like levels two definitely like cranks back on that but still in a way that makes it feel different from this that's cool yeah that's good i like that um finally rounding us out ben here by contact says while Deadly Shadows was a step down from the previous two games in the series, I still enjoyed playing it and thought it wrapped up the series very nicely, coming full circle at the end. I would play an entire game based on Steelbridge, which is up there for me uh, with Amnesia and Silent Hill in terms of scariest moments in video games. However, uh, what Deadly Shadows retains, and what is perhaps the most important mechanical element of the series, is the sound design. The sound design seems to be almost perfect, allowing you to pinpoint your enemies by sound alone like some kind of human bat. Um, like a Batman, if you will. Uh, many of the guard conversations uh, you can overhear, beside being important, are simply funny to listen to. The soundtrack is pitch perfect and rarely interferes with the audio of the guards. Whereas so many other stealth games rely on radars and wall hacks as features, the Thief series always made the stealth feel organic. How Garrett moves across the floor and what sounds he makes gives you the feeling of a bodily presence within the game rather than just being a disembodied arm holding a blackjack. And that was what killed the 2014 reboot slash sequel set Far in the Future broken sound design at least mods and fan missions like the dark mod are still being made otherwise the closest thing we get to a thief fix available is dishonored yeah i yeah. think all of that's in line um yeah you know this the, the the sound design is the secret star of this game uh maybe the series but like here it definitely is, sticks out and becomes a really important part of the play yeah absolutely yeah it's it's, it's super important like um i wonder i wonder how far you could take it just like listening this game because you have like really if you had like a really good set of spe- uh feature uh speakers mm-hmm. i wonder if there's like you know if there was like a lobos jr for thief who would play this <laughs> with like the darkness you know with the brightness turned all the way down on his monitor so you could barely see or something like that mm-hmm. if you'd be able to do it i don't like know a papa papa sangre mm-hmm. uh, uh, mod yeah huh i i'd be curious about that like it it, it takes you a long way even if it even if it yeah. doesn't take you all the way yeah i really like it yeah. um yeah, and and it's just like this kind of a uh, first person, you know, first person game like this is is mm-hmm. kind of my cup of tea. Like anytime, it's the same thing that saves Deus Ex two for me. Like anytime you're mm-hmm. gonna let me break into apartments, I'm into it. <laughs> so just put some apartments that aren't on the critical path that I can break into. <laughs> I want that. Even in like life is strange. <laughs> like, yeah, I haven't played that, but I would. I will break into the apartments. No, no, I, I don't know that they're. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the game I'm where it makes the it. least. <laughs> I'm getting in them apartments. <laughs> I'm going to see him. I, if I see him, I got to get in him. I mean, keep me from the foyers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if you have any thoughts about uh, Rocket Slime, Fallout 3, or Mega Man Legends, go ahead and send those in to duckfeed.tv slash contact uh, as soon as you can. Yeah. And there's uh, there's just one deleted scene coming up. <laughs> I count it. Yep. Um, and here it comes. In Ooh, three, boy. two, one. Umbasa. Oh, uh, did you do that uh, that game sorter thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty happy with it. It's there are a couple weird missteps. Like I just kind of there are a couple times where it was just be like Pokemon Banjo Kazooie. I'm like, oh geez, Pokemon. And then I <laughs> end up like Pokemon X and Y ended up higher than Pokemon Gold and Silver. 
Oh, that's weird. You know, which, yeah, and just because I just voted for Pokemon, mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah. Um, so it just kind of messed everything up. Yeah. But it actually led to a to a, a perplexing conversation on Twitter that I don't know if you were a party to. No, no, I, I didn't see up, it. I was arguing with Riff about uh, <laughs> enjoying Fallout Three more than New Vegas, and then Steve, you know, Steve Gaynor and Zach all chimed in to say that Fallout Three is better than New Vegas. Oh wow! And it was just like, what is this world of lies? <laughs> like, what, what happened to me? And then. Uh, so at some point I might do I, I and I might I tag some people in do mm-hmm. a, a video game hot dog debate uh, <laughs> going to bat for New Vegas and going to bat against uh, Bioshock Infinite. Oh wow! So, <laughs> yeah, the like riffs like yeah I'll go to bat for Bioshock Infinite. I'm like go to bat for Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> no riff. No. <laughs> That's um, funny. If you want, do you yeah. want me to moderate that? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Like if I'll see if how serious he is or if that actually sounds intolerable and it was just a joke. I just didn't want to get dogpiled though. Like I will need some kind of some kind of moderation or or an ally on my side. I don't want to argue against the combined might of, of Zach and Riff. <laughs> yep. No, no, that's funny because Fallout Three came out above Fallout New Vegas for me. Um, but I don't ever remember picking New Vegas or picking three over New Vegas. You probably didn't. Time. I don't actually know how it works. Neither do you know, I. But they probably never put them up against each other. Yeah, that's the thing. But it's it's been fun watching everybody post their things because there's mm-hmm. just like a lot of just stuff where it's like, oh, dog. Like <laughs> every once in a while somebody like, you know, I, who I follow on Twitter will just be like, bam, and, and they'll put it up into like Banjo-Kazooie, number one. It's like, wow. Whoa. Hello. I thought oh, I man. knew you. Yeah, the Dark Souls, Super Metroid. <laughs> you know, like, like even if you don't like, because there's like the games that I think are really great that I I feel like aren't for everybody mm-hmm. like i'm not mad that more people don't have planescape higher like mm-hmm. planescape is really you know is i think that that was my number one on the thing and it's like yeah or it may, it may have been deus ex but like there's deus ex or planescape i'm like oh these games are really great they should be up there but like they're not inarguably great mm-hmm. like they are if you think about them but a lot of people just haven't played them so like anything i didn't play i just like you know oh yeah like that uh, like that immediately bubbled to the bottom of the list for me yeah yeah but just all these people who are just like if you, if you really you haven't played super mario world or you think Banjo Kazooie is better than Super Mario World? Like, wow. Yeah, I said, wow. like, it's some, it's, it's pretty weird. I think there's like a, I was talking, like, talking with Vivian about this on Facebook, but it's like, it's funny because there's like a little bit of a purity to this, even though it's not accurate. Like, if I was conscious of making a top ten list, like, mm-hmm. of, and a top ten list, I knew people would say, I would never say Resident Evil Two is a better game than Super Mario World. Yeah, but that's yeah, how it came out. Got, yeah, yeah. You know, so like, I don't know if the exact rankings are accurate, but like looking at my top 10 with the exception of Bloodborne sneaking in there, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it feels pretty right. Yeah. 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 It's uh, yeah, it's it's been fun to watch. <clears throat> it's been fun to see the lists <clears throat> and stuff. And it was fun to do. Like, it was like, oh, here's 15 minutes of just <laughs> killing time. You know? Yeah. I was into it. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right. You um, want to get started? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. 